Thank you for joining me for a few moments to ponder Ruth. I'm Betsy Marvin, and this is episode 53. Then the elders and all the people standing in the gate replied, We are witnesses. May the Lord make this woman who is coming into your home, like Rachel and Leah, from whom all the nation of Israel descended. May you prosper in Ephrathah and be famous in Bethlehem. And may the Lord give you descendants by this young woman, who will be like those of our ancestor Perez, the son of Tamar in Judah. So Boaz took Ruth into his home, and she became his wife. When he slept with her, the Lord enabled her to become pregnant, and she gave birth to a son. Then the women of the town said to Naomi, Praise the Lord, who has now provided a Redeemer for your family. May this child be famous in Israel. May he restore your youth and care for you in your old age. For he is the son of your daughter-in-law who loves you and has been better to you than seven sons. Naomi took the baby and cuddled him to her breast, and she cared for him as if he were her own. The neighbor woman said, Now, at last, Naomi has a son again, and they named him Obed. Ruth 4, 11-17 There is so much that we could talk about in this passage, but today we're going to focus on blessings. The blessings from the elders and the town people, blessings from the women to Naomi, and the blessing of new life. When I was growing up, every church service ended with a blessing over us, one that I now know came from number 6, 24 through 26, which says, May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show his favor and give you his peace. If you've ever had words of blessing spoken over you, then you might understand Boaz, Ruth, and Naomi's feelings as these words poured out from others to them. There's something about being blessed. Have you ever spoken a blessing over someone? A spoken blessing is simply a positive biblical statement that invokes the blessing of God in the life of another. The people of Bethlehem have had a front row seat to the story of Boaz, Ruth, and Naomi. And by this time, we get the impression that they are rooting for them as they have come to know the kindness and character of Ruth and have seen the attraction between Boaz and Ruth. They must have been holding their breath as the other relative was asked if he wanted to redeem the family. Yet, as they respond to Boaz's declaration with, Yes, we are witnesses, there is an excitement for the couple, and the group speaks blessings over them, seeking God's favor upon their marriage and a new family to come. 
they see God's blessing over their life when they say, may the Lord make this woman who is coming into your home like Rachel and Leah. They continue, may you prosper in Ephrathah and be famous in Bethlehem. And may the Lord give you descendants by this young woman who will be like those of our ancestor Perez, the son of Tamar and Judah. In these blessings, they're honoring the women in their heritage. And I find that fascinating. And you might wonder who are Rachel, Leah, and Tamar. And if you'd like to dive into their stories, they're found in the book of Genesis. But here's a quick summary. Their lives were marked by betrayal, trickery, abandonment, hurt, and barrenness. In fact, we often remember the sinful and hard parts of their stories rather than how God redeemed them. Rachel and Leah, the wives of Jacob, the grandson of Abraham, they have 12 sons between them that become the 12 tribes of Israel. They are celebrated as mothers of the nation. Tamar, through Leah's son Judah, has an attempted leverate law marriage which produces Perez, who continues the line of Judah. Perez was the direct ancestor of those in Bethlehem. The townspeople are remembering these women for the redemption of their stories, not the brokenness. Their lives are seen as a blessing. Each one of these women, after a time of barrenness, each one was redeemed through God's work in and around them, with children. These women were in the family tree of Naomi and Boaz, and the people of the town are speaking a blessing of children over Ruth and Boaz, just as God had done for their ancestors. It's a reminder of the wonder of God's hand upon these women, and it's celebrated. And can I ask you something? How often do you remember someone for what they've done wrong rather than who they became? I mean, I'd rather be remembered for how God has worked in me than the sins I've committed. Yet so often we define others by their past, their brokenness, rather than what God did for them or is doing in them now. This blessing over Boaz and Ruth is one of hope, of of looking forward. Boaz marries Ruth, and they have a son, Obed. This is one sentence in chapter 4, but it's a miracle. After all of this time, Ruth has a child, a, a son. And because of the law, Ruth has the joy of bringing her son to his grandmother, who will care for him like he was her own. Interestingly, the name Obed means serving, which is fitting because this is a child that came from someone who served her mother-in-law so well and a man who served his family with Halil. As Naomi cradles her grandson, the women come around and speak a blessing. 
May this child be famous in Israel. May he restore your youth and care for you in your old age, for he is the son of your daughter-in-law who loves you and has been better to you than seven sons. What a blessing. May he be famous in Israel. They had no idea that from Obed's line would come a king, David. Yet we know, those of us who have children, that children in and of themselves are a blessing. And they often do restore our youth as we care for them and as we walk with them as toddlers and elementary students. In her book, Spiritual Parenting, Dr. Michelle Anthony writes of speaking blessings over your children every day, words of hope and direction for that day. If you have children in your life, whether they're your own or those within your family or friends, have you ever spoken a blessing over them? Words have weight, don't they? We can all remember harsh words that were said to us. Maybe you've had words thrown back in your face from things that you have done before. I mean, as I asked earlier, do we remember the wrong of others? Or do we seek to see the work of Jesus within them? Blessings speak words of hope, point us to what God can do, and they help us remember that He is able to do more than we can even ask or imagine. Saying something as simple as, May you receive all that God is passing your way today. May just help someone see where God is at work. Or to a child, may your words represent Jesus to those around you today. Or may you remember whose you are as you walk through the halls of your school or your workplace. Blessings bring hope. Many of my episodes have ended with a blessing connected to the scripture that I've used that day. Words of encouragement and trying to bring you a reminder of what God could have for you. So now, may the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you peace. If you have a couple more minutes, Carrie Job has a song called The Blessing that was taken from number six, and I put the link into your show notes. I encourage you to listen to it as a way to let the blessing flow over you today. May the kindness of God surprise you today when it jumps out right in front of you. Amen. Amen.